Welcome to your personal branding podcast with Bernard Kelvin Clive, your number one career and business podcast in Ghana, bringing you expert interviews and insights into personal branding, personal development, and publishing. Now, here's your host, Bernard Kelvin Clive. All right, welcome to another edition of your personal branding podcast. I'm your host, Bernard Kelvin Clive. And in this particular podcast episode, I have my special guest all the way from Canada, Julia Broad. Julia, welcome to the Personal Branding Podcast Show. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Right, it's a pleasure I treasure. Julie is a real estate expert, a publisher, best-selling author, entrepreneur. Julie, tell us more about your story, how you transitioned from all these uh, different um, fields and now becoming a published consultant and helping others even with your real estate book. Tell us your story. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I started real estate investing in 2001 uh, and learned everything pretty much the hard way, uh, which made for a very tough uh, 10 years of kind of getting rolling, but it made for a great book. So uh, in 2013, I published uh, a book called More Than Cash Flow, and I published it actually after Wiley. Wiley and I went, uh, Wiley, the publishing house, um, mm-hmm. we, went, we went back and forth for, five, for about three and a half months, um, and I thought I was getting a book deal because it was like refining the proposal and this and that. But in the end, they said that they didn't think I would be able to sell enough books for it to be worth their while. So they you know, didn't even just reject my book idea, um, which they also said, you know, they didn't actually think the book idea was strong enough. They they tweaked my idea to be something different. Um, but they also were saying that they didn't think I could sell books. Um, <laughs> so I, I it, it took a year to recover from that ego hit. Oh. But I eventually self self published the book that I wanted to write in the first place. And I took that book uh, to number one overall. So it was ahead of the Game of Thrones. It was ahead of the Dan Dan Brown's book. Like it was number one as a print book selling for twenty one dollars on Amazon. I sold thousands and thousands and thousands of copies. Um, and so that felt really good, right? <laughs> because Wiley told wow. me I couldn't sell books and then I beat any real estate book they'd published in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that's really how my book publishing journey began because with the success of that book, there was two things people came to me for mm-hmm. real estate advice and book publishing advice. And, uh, you know, as, as our lives changed, my husband and I, um, you know, real estate was very stable, um, which can also be known as a bit boring. Um, and my husband was going, yeah, you know, I don't like, what am I going to do with my time? Um, because real estate, you know, isn't quite, it takes a lot of time and effort, but it's not quite full time. Mm-hmm. Um, he started pursuing a career as an actor. Oh. And as he started pursuing a career as an actor, I started looking around going, like, I'm kind of bored of real estate. I don't really want to be doing real estate 24-7 anymore. Uh, and I, and it was like this child tugging on your coattails. Like, for years, I've been helping people with their books for free. Um, you know, I've been helping them from everything from editing all the way through to figuring out how to sell it and who to sell it to. Um, and I kind of really just thought – why don't I create a dream team of people and just offer it as a service? Hey, if you mm. want to write, publish, and build a business around a book, uh, you know, you know, we'll help you. And I'll hire all the great people that you need along the way because you need a lot of different people to help you with a book if you want to mm. use it to build your business. So that, that's how I started my company, Book Launchers. Well, amazing. Now, let's let's break it down a little bit here. And there. Firstly, you got a hit from Wiley. They said you, you can't publish it, but you can't, you can't sell books. How did you pick this strong hit 
and pick yourself up again to pursue self-publishing. How did it happen? Someone listening to us now is going through similar challenges. Uh, society, people are telling me, you can't do this. How can I pick myself up and pursue that dream of mine? How do you do it? Yeah, I mean, it was hard. Like I said, it took me a year to kind of rebuild the belief in myself and the belief in this idea that I had. Um, because my idea was I didn't want to write another get rich in real estate book. I wanted to write a book that had the real stories. Like, you know, we had a tenant pull a knife on another tenant. We had a property manager who stole rent money from us. So I wanted to talk about all these issues because everybody always talks about how to make money, but nobody's telling you, hey, listen, a lot of bad stuff can happen mm-hmm. and some of it is just going to happen and some of it can be prevented. And so that was really what I wanted to talk about. Um, so I had a different approach, which is very important. And we, we talk about this all the time at Book Launchers. You have to have a hook, and that hook is something that makes you unique and a little bit different. It doesn't have to be dramatically different, but you have to have something that is just a little bit different. But I had that, and I knew in my gut, right? I knew that I had that. Um, and so that was part of it. But, you know, some of it was just surrounding myself with great people who w- supported me and cu- kept encouraging me because I really did. It did it did hurt my ego a lot to be told not only this book idea isn't any good, but also to be told, you know what, we don't think you're going to be able to sell enough books to matter. So key point takes that I picked from uh, this is one, you, you got to believe in your dreams and in your gut. And you also need to surround yourself with people who need to who encourage you and support your dream. And then you can pick yourself up and pursue that dream of yours. Exactly. I mean, and there's more to it. Like, mm-hmm. you do have to have some belief in yourself. And, you know, over the years, I have definitely cultivated confidence in myself. And, and the belief also that even if I if something fails... I'm still going to be better off for doing it than if I don't do it. Mm. Um, because every every failure I've had, I mean, that's really what's made my book. So I kind of say this now is, you know, <laughs> anything that's going wrong makes a great chapter in a book. So <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Anything that's going wrong makes a great chapter in a book. Huh. Now let's look at uh, the angle that you picked in your book publishing. You didn't just publish, just get rich. Uh, book or any real estate book but something different how different was or is your book from existing real estate uh, books out there well, I mean, now I think there's more books that are, have the same tone or a similar tone to my book. Um, but when I put my book out there, it was really there was three things that made it different. One was that I was talking about a lot of things that went wrong, and people just did not talk about that. It was all about yachts and fast cars and you know big money. Mm-hmm. And I was saying like like look like you know we had we had to plead guilty in court to fire code violations because because the, we never got the first notice and the second notice was a court date. Um, you know, so things like that, like we were very open, which was hard because a lot of people did not know uh, these mistakes and these problems we'd faced. And a lot of we, we'd taken a lot of investor money. So being very upfront about the things we'd done wrong was very hard. But that was very important. Another thing um, was basically, uh, so that was, you know, I was talking about things nobody else was talking about. Mm-hmm. I took some commonly held beliefs and I count, I contradicted them. So, for example, I don't believe real estate is passive income, not the way we were doing it. I think if you invest in a REIT or you pay somebody or you, you give somebody money, like my husband and I, you give us money and we do all of the decision making and day-to-day oversight for you, then that's passive. But what, what we were doing as the owners of the property overseeing things, it's not passive income and I think saying that sets you up for you know a lot of problems like property managers robbing rent money from you um, so that you know I was saying I was counteracting the commonly held beliefs because there were some that I didn't believe in and I think the other thing is a great marketing plan 
<laughs> you know, I really did because I had been shot down and I was terrified that nobody was going to buy my book. I busted my butt. I invested money. I hired people. I did everything I possibly could do to make this book a success. And I didn't stop until it was. You didn't stop until it worked. Now, there's a new author listening to us now, an upcoming writer, want to publish a book, want to hit number one best-selling author. Walk us through some of the strategies that the person can utilize to get that done. So first of all, I think it's a mistake to pursue bestseller. Um, I don't think it has the meaning that you think it does. And the fact that I hit number one overall, I honestly think is, you know, was wonderful, but I don't know if it's very repeatable. Uh, I think you're better off to focus on your overall goal and, and really focus on why you're writing the book and what you want to achieve from it. So if you want to be a paid speaker, it's far more important to think about, okay, where can I sell bulk amounts of books and not worry about it being a bestseller because that's going to distract you from actually becoming a paid speaker. Um, and you can sell thousands and thousands and thousands of books and not rank on Amazon or anywhere else because you're selling them direct to the organizations that are going to put you in front of their audience and pay you to do it. So I think it's more important to focus on your goal. Now, there are some good reasons for trying to pursue bestseller. For example, if you want to become the known expert and you want to become a, you know, a paid media guest, um, you might want to invest a lot more time and money and effort into becoming a bestseller on, on a cat, in a, you know, like a Wall Street Journal or a New York Times. But, um, I have lots of videos and, and articles on this on booklaunchers.com and booklaunchers.tv, really breaking down the issues with pursuing bestseller status. So, you know, rather than kind of rehash it here, if somebody really wants to understand the, the perils of it, um, you know, I would I would highly recommend they check that out. All right. So, what's the resource link again? Oh, um, booklaunchers.tv is my YouTube channel, and booklaunchers.com is my website. And then under the blog, you'll find um, there's there's at least one article on um, the the problem with pursuing bestseller status. Okay. So the the most important thing that. Uh, authors need to know is that your why should drive you in writing and publishing a book not just becoming a bestseller or famous you need to really understand why you really want to publish a book Exactly. You want to you want to have that goal and, and be clear on it because bestseller is like an ego. It's going to feed your <laughs> ego for a few days, but it doesn't actually put a lot of money in your bank account for very long. My 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 story truly is an exception. There's very very few people who can say they hit number one. And yeah, for a year I was making a ton of money on the book, but in the long run, the book helped me double my business and helped us raise millions of dollars in in real estate. And had I never hit number one, but had doubled my business, I would still be ecstatic. Yeah, so let's, let's look at that. How can a, a book help someone, entrepreneur, um, author, someone to position his or her brand in the expert status? How you did yours? Yes, and this is something a lot of people make a mistake because they, they hear, oh, a book will double your business, a book will grow, mm -hmm. you know, a book will help you do this, and they don't strategically think through how they're going to do this. So a lot of our clients come to us with finished manuscripts. They're like, okay, I just want you to publish it. And I'm going, wait a minute, if you want this to grow your business, we need to take a step back and dive in to make sure it's actually going to do that. So it all starts ideally before you write the book, which is really mm -hmm. why I built my company. I really want you to think about the end before you even start writing your book or at the very minimum, once you've got a rough draft, let's dive in and make sure. So just a couple things, um, and it's hard to do generically, so I'll mm -hmm. give some specific examples. 
So let's say you're uh, you're running a training and education company and you want to be a paid speaker. You want to make sure, first of all, that every single chapter title in your book is interesting and really could be a talk unto itself. So that has that means it has to have a benefit and a promise, mm, right? You have to be, you know, okay, five ways to make a thousand dollars in, you know, the next 24 hours. You know, like some. I'm just being. Yeah. It's not actually what I would recommend, but I'm just saying like something very specific and very driven that you can see yourself attending a 45 minute talk on that, right? Um, and and same way if it was a course, like what would be the promise and the benefit of that course? Um, and so that's really, you want your book to be promise, really promise driven. And, and inside of the book, you want to have thought through your funnel for your business. And inside of your book, you want to drive people to take a specific action. And people often think, oh, well, my website's in the book. Nobody's going to go there. They might think they're going to. They might think, oh, I want to check this person out later, but they don't. So you have to have very specific, very clear calls to action inside of your book, not a bunch. And I'm not talking about selling, you know, being salesy. I'm talking about, okay, hey, listen, if you really like this chapter, you're going to love the, the spreadsheet I've put together that is a checklist that will walk you through exactly what you just read about. Go to my website here and download it just for buyers of my book. It's a thank you to you for being a reader and a buyer of my book you know that kind of stuff and then from there you're then offering hey listen you like that spreadsheet I've got a course that will help you fill in the gaps right like you want to think through that funnel and so many people think they're just going to some their reader is just going to go to their website and they just won't oh amazing so there's need to be a call to action massive benefit something that what I call it you need to give hook them in and keep on providing them value eventually they should be able to attend your workshop they should be able to even book you for speaking engagements then uh, once your topic are, 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 are bold around that, those themes it makes it quite easier for someone to okay I'd love to read this or I'd love to attend a workshop on this or I'd love to book this author for uh, this program Exactly. And a really good example of this, um, one of my favorite books from years ago was called Pitch Anything by Oren Claff. And uh, at the time, I was raising money for real estate, so it was a perfect book for me. But I actually think it's a great book for anybody. But interestingly, so I bought the book. Um, and then a little while later, he came out with a course. And I think it was $600 um, for this online course. And I took the course because I loved the book so much. As soon as I saw it, oh, my god, oh, I'm taking the course. The course was 70% of what was in the book, just him talking about it. Um, and I didn't even care because I loved the book so much and that 30% that he expanded upon it was worth it. Um, so I think that like that's something to think about is once you've written your book, you can then repurpose it so you can make money off that book by – and with my second book – the new brand you there's two different chapters in that book that people contacted me and said hey can i can you come give a talk at my organization on chapter the one was called you are who google says you are so mm -hmm. i actually got called in to to give talks so there now you've got a new revenue stream so you can create a course you can create talks off of it you know like it just really starts going from there um and if you build your funnel then you always have that connection with people to offer whatever it is that you're offering in the future Oh, that, that, that sounds uh, in, interesting. Tell us more about your new book. Oh, it's actually, it came out a couple of years ago. It's called The New Brand You. And really, it was what I did to uh, build the brand around. We had two companies. We had our real estate investing company as well as a real estate education and training company before I launched Book Launchers. And, uh, and, and, the new brand use really how I sold as someone who's not comfortable selling and mm -hmm. how I built a brand and, and really how I attracted people to come to us with money and to attracted people to come to us for our courses 
and and never really had to cold call after after we did a year of cold calling and it was horrible. You know, I really invested in building my brand and finding ways to sell without feeling uncomfortable. And that's what that's what that book is. Awesome. So in in moving forward, um, someone listening to us now, uh, now I've got an idea. I want to write a book. Um, how does your organization book launches help upcoming authors with their brand with their book publication? Yeah, it depends on it depends on where you're at. So you would contact me. We'd have a phone call, and I'd figure out kind of where where you fit in, and assuming we're a good fit to help you. Um, if you're coming to us with an idea, I would have you work with one of our writing coaches, and the writing coach would really help make sure your idea is unique and that it's going to help you achieve your business goals. Um, and then they would coach you through developing an outline so that you can write your book as quickly as possible. They also hold you accountable um, because we find that if people go off on their own uh, and write their book, they can be gone for years. So, <laughs> so they hold you accountable to make sure you're getting your book written in a couple of months. Uh, and then from there, we have a team of editors because even professional writers need multiple editors. So That's if true. you're not a professional writer – you really need to have many people looking at your book. So we have we have three different people edit your book, uh, and then we put it through a cover design process, which is really geared towards uh, making sure your book stands out as a thumbnail. Because even even though a lot of people are still buying print books, they're buying them online. So that thumbnail has to stand out. So we want to make sure it stands out, and then we want to make sure that you have a book cover that you're proud of. So we have a phenomenal cover designer that works closely with you to develop that. And then we design the interior, and then we sit down, and this is the really important part. We sit down and we help you create a launch plan and a marketing plan and then we team up with you to execute it so some things are just better done by you the author but there's a lot of things that we can do and our team will help you get Amazon reviews we do all the research and uh, keyword research and copywriting for all of the online spaces where your book's going to go um, we tell you what price points are going to work best for your type of book and your category and then we also pitch you so we'll, we, we have somebody on the team who will pitch you for 10 times every month to help you get bulk book uh, bulk book orders, speaking engagements, podcasts, media, um, wherever we think it's a great fit to get your book in front of it. Because frankly, writing the book is hard, but selling and marketing books is even more difficult. <laughs> and you're, you're still going to have to do you're still going to have to do work. Like this is not a, hey, listen, you kick back and relax and we're just going to sell books for you. It's a team effort. Um, but if you don't have a team, you have to do it all. And that is painful. <laughs> all right. So to you, um, to Julie, what will be your three, what I call, golden keys in building a successful brand using the book? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for sure. Number one is a hook, um, and that's what makes it different and what makes somebody feel like they have to read it right now because uh, we've all done it. We've all gone, oh, that sounds good. I'd like to read that book, and then you never do. So what makes somebody feel like they have to read it right now? That's critical. Um, the second thing is a real true commitment to doing it. It is difficult, and there's lots of people that will tell you you can put out a book in 90 days, and you can, but if you want to put out a great book with a strong marketing plan, you need more time, and you're going to ride the wave of Am I good enough? Is the book good enough? Should I still do this? And you have to have that commitment to get it out there. And the third thing is you need a team. A book is is like building a house. There's nobody that has the skill set that you can do every single thing. You know, it's like you need the electrician, the plumber, you know, the person who can do roofs. That's not you. 
you, you know, the, there is nobody out there that can do absolutely everything. So you're going to have to hire editors, book designers, whatever it is that you're not a pro at marketing. Um, you need to hire a team and plan for that and budget for it because professionals, uh, <laughs> there's a quote out there that says, if you think hiring professionals is expensive, wait until you hire someone who's not a professional. <laughs> yeah. Right. So yeah, so that's you plan for that, and if you put those three pieces in place, um, you're positioning, you're setting yourself up for a much, much better chance of success. I always ask this, and that's going to be for you as well. What would be your billion-dollar advice to the world if Julie Broad is to advise the world on anything, any theme, any subject? What would that one thing be? Ooh, there, there's there's two, so I'm, I'm having an inner conflict. Let's, let's have the two. <laughs> okay, the two. The one is the missing piece is always action. So I find that you, you know you just have to take the next step and the next step and the next step, and you'll never see the whole path clearly. So just keep taking steps. Um, like I, I think I said already is you you know I would rather fail than than regret never yeah, trying it because there's always gold in that failure. The other thing is to be you. And, and by that I mean like, you know, believe in yourself and and let people see who you are, let people see the mistakes you've made, let people see what you believe. That in itself will make you, will make your book, will make your business different. And sure there's going to be pe- people that won't like you, and that's why a lot of us hide that true mm. true self, but there's going to be a tremendous number of people who go Oh my God, that is exactly how I feel. That is exactly who I am. I want to learn from you. And that only happens if you are true, as true as you possibly can to yourself. Yeah. Good. Julie, where can listeners get in touch with you and your service that you have to offer? Um, booklaunchers.com and booklaunchers.tv. YouTube is where I hang out. So if you kind of just want to say hello and and (laughs) comment... That's the best place for me to interact with you. But if you want to discuss our services or check out any resources or articles, uh, booklaunchers.com. Amazing. Great, great, great to hear this from Julie Broad. Um, so Julie is really broad in the terms of a scope of what she knows. Let me put it so. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything you want listeners to know from you? Um, yeah, uh, basically, I would just love to connect, and I love talking about book ideas and figuring out how to help you build your business and brand from it. Um, I'm really about books that will make a profit, so if you're interested in talking with me, I would love to have a conversation, so reach out through booklaunchers.com. Yeah, so listeners, reach out to Julie Broad. Let her know you heard from the Personal Branding Podcast, and she'll be willing to help you with the book that will make profit and help you position your brand and your business. Uh, my guest today has been Julie Broad. Julie, thanks for your time. Great. Thanks so much. It's a pleasure. I treasure. Hi, so if you enjoyed this podcast, head on to Amazon.com slash Otter slash Bernard Kelvin and get all my books on building a successful personal brand, personal brand, corporate branding. Just go to Amazon.com slash Otter slash Bernard Kelvin or at best just go to Amazon.com and search for Bernard Kelvin Climb. All my books will be available to you. Just purchase copies and buy some for your friends. The best is yours.